When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody. It is the, well, what are we calling it? It's the Carlton Podcast, I think, uh, on SEN. Uh, Paul Sebastiani, Nick Negrapontis, the uh, head of social media at SEN, and uh, you can catch all his handiwork at SEN. Dot com dot au. A very good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever or whenever you are listening to this. Nick, how are you, sir? I'm going well, Paulie. Nice to nice to see that we, we dodged the two losses and we're back for the 100-point win. <laughs> we only sing when we're winning, sing when we're... No, we don't. Uh, we're, we're here when we lose, we're here when we win, and we're here... When we're available. When we draw as well. <laughs> I'm still harping on about that. Uh, but anyway, uh, this is... I think this is the quickest turnaround we've ever had for... Uh, a Carlton to Carlton podcast, you yes. and I. This is, uh, what, two weeks since we've last done our uh, potty, which is good. So uh, the overnights are no longer taking too much of a toll on uh, on my fine <laughs> self, which has been great. So I've got my coffee in hand, ready to rock and roll. Uh, we are going to be doing a Round 7 preview, VFL review. Uh, sorry, a Round 7 review, VFL review, uh, the ins and outs coming up for this weekend's game. And the round eight preview against the Brizzy Lions. Can well, I ask you a question to get us started? You can point? always ask me a question to get us started. Sir. Are we allowed to be happy about winning on the weekend? Bloody Cause, oath. Because my, my, my Twitter replies on the weekend were a mix between how dare you be happy that you beat West Coast oh. and how dare you take anything out of beating West Coast? Sounds like uh, Greta Thunberg's been uh, activating your Twitter. No, nah, just, just, ca- you? just count on Twitter. <laughs> My God, we're allowed to be happy that we won a football game. We are allowed to be happy that we won a football game and not just win. Uh, uh, Brutalise an opposition for the first time. I can't remember the last time in my life Carlton won a game of football by 100 points. Uh, uh, The only game I can remember off the top of my head was when we played Gold Coast the first time. That is true. Gold Coast in 2011. Now, the reason I remember that game vividly, and I digress here, is because I was at a very, very close mate's house, and uh, that night we had a uh, hot Thai soup (laughs) <laughs> and it was the hottest Thai soup I've ever had. And you know how sometimes you just connect certain things with a game? Yep. And that's how it married up. And uh, Yeah, so that that's the way I uh, marry up that Gold Coast win uh, years and years I ago. I also feel like we beat Sydney in a practice game by 100 points sometime Ooh, that's a this long... millennium. This century? If this someone millennium. on Twitter can track that down, yes. that'd be great. 2005, I think it was. I actually yeah. think Sydney went on to win the flag. And we went yeah. on to win the wooden spoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we beat them by 100 in a practice game. <laughs> Or something, I don't know. <laughs> Standard Carlton yep. in the mid-2000s. Uh, but no, this was not a practice game, uh, Pont. This was a fully-fledged AFL fixture. Carlton, 23-14-152. Uh, West Coast, 6-8-44. It's the other way around because it's uh, home, <laughs> home and away. Uh, but yeah, 6-8 to 23-14. Uh, this game was pretty much done and dusted halfway through the second. I yep. zoned out, really. I zonked out. It's the first time I've done... So, uh, with nice the Blues in it. a winning position. It's nice to be able to go, oh, we've already yep. won the game. I find this fascinating because I have a little bit of, of, of insight into the mindset of the boys, not just of this game, but just of the mindset of the group uh, from, a, from a holistic point of view is that Jacob Wiedering was actually speaking to a very, very close friend of mine uh, last season, uh, 
uh, sort of halfway through the season, maybe three quarters of the way through the year. Um, and he made reference to the fact that the one psychological hurdle that this group has is punishing a team. Yep. They are yet like that core of players that we look at, Weedering, Cripps, Mackay, Kerno, all those blokes have yet to really get a hold of a team and strangle yep. them. Because they've never had a chance to do it in their careers. That's correct. So could this be, and how many times have we said, this is a turning point for this group? Is this the psychological hurdle they have to get over? Mm. Maybe. Maybe this could be the moment where they truly believe that what they are doing is so far better than the opposition below them that they do believe that they are top of the rung. That's uh, the question. That is the question. And we, and we How much confidence did they get out of that training drill on Saturday night? Uh, what do you think about it? What do you make of it? Yeah, I, I liked I liked a lot. I liked that mm. we were more aggressive with the ball. I liked having Doherty and Side back in the team. Mm. I like Chincotta and what he does with those other two guys. Mm. I like Kemp as a player who gets a bit more of the ball than yep. Cowan. Yep. I liked Kerno and Mackay and the way they moved up to, up and down the ground. Mm. I liked the on-ball mix better. Ed Kerno didn't attend a center bounce. I thought that was a better dynamic. Yep. I think they used this game to tweak things that weren't working. Yes. And yes, it was against probably the worst team we've seen since GWS in 2012. I would say since Carlton in 2018. Fair point. <laughs> um, yes, it was against that bad of an opposition, but the signs were good. you got to do it. Yeah, so the, the tweaks were made, the tweaks worked. Now let's see how they go six days later against Brisbane. What what I was, and I think this game was a get-right game purely because, and, and you, you see it in this group, and we've seen it in this group, and the knock on them is that when a little bit of pressure comes on, that they have the capability to play on edge yep. and play this ballistic style that no one can stop, right? My my problem, and I think everybody's problem, has been that they haven't been able to sustain that and they haven't been able to play that type of football for long enough. And when it doesn't really go their way, they just go back into their shells. Yep. And you saw it in the first 10 minutes of this game, Pont. Wing, 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 wing. Sarda McGovern took those two kicks inside, bang, then it opened up and everybody started going for those kicks. And it was one of those games where you knew that they were going to keep trying it and West Coast weren't going to punish you for it. Exactly. And that is what I think they needed this year. They needed to go out there and play the type of game style that's going to win more games than not against this opposition just as a circuit breaker. Yep. What we saw against St Kilda, yes, against no Sard, no Doherty, but we found ourselves caught at halfback so many times, unable to move the ball and no confidence to move the ball. No one wanted to take the kick in the corridor. Yep. No one was even running there. Yep. It was all down the line. It was line and length. They were looking for short kicks that mm -hmm. weren't there and it completely blew up in our face. There was a point where Zach Fisher and Nick Newman were fumbling along together yep. at the halfback flank and it ended with Newman with a hurried kick on his right over his shoulder that went to nobody. See? This is what we needed. We needed a game, like as you said, that allowed the boys to free up Mm -hmm. Try things, take on the corridor, get get some minutes back into Doherty and Saad. Hundred percent. I think I think from a holistic year point of view, I think this mm. is the kind of performance we needed. Yes, especially going into what is a brutal month. Mm. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, this I think the end of this six week period that we have coming up as a football club is going to. We'll know. Yeah, make or break the season, I would have thought. Yep, we'll know. But, but again, I don't, and I don't want to get sucked into looking too far ahead. For me, it's all about next training session, next recovery session, next match. Friday night, Friday night, Friday night, Friday night. That that's that's the big one for for them. Don't don't look at the month as a whole because then you just overwhelm yourself. Yeah. Take each game as it comes. You don't know what's going to happen. Injuries to opposition, form can drop off. You just don't know. You just don't know. So, 
Um, I was very impressed with the way that they put West Coast away, especially after three-quarter time because it's been a bit of a bugbear of ours for, for quite a while, letting teams back back in, which we did against West Coast last season, yep. which was really annoying. And we did it against Hawthorne. We did it against Port Adelaide. We did it against North it was season. almost It was almost our blueprint for the first yeah. half of last season. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which was weird. And then exactly. it's, it's sort of not yep. returned. One thing I really liked, midfield goals. Yeah, about time. <laughs> Kennedy kicked one. Hollands kicked one. Cripps kicked one. Chera kicked one. Akers kicked one. Yeah. Those are that's five five goals Bang. we just got from midfield contributions that we literally have not got at all this year. Mm. Our goals again. Charlie kicked nine goals three, so he was still the focal point. <laughs> but our goals have come from Charlie or bust this year. And yeah. we got and we got goals from two backmen as well. Yeah, <laughs> Camp and Newman. I still don't think Campy is a backman, but that, um, I might die on that hill. Uh, yeah, I they have been grooming him as a backman in the yep. VFL, uh, and I think that is his defined role for the moment. But what I like is that he does have the ability to flip forward. Yeah, if if we do need it at any given stage of a match, uh, so. I was very pleased. I think it is a get-right game for the boys, uh, again, against inferior opposition. And with all due respect to West Coast, uh, they just didn't give a yelp, really. No, they look like us. No, they don't even look like us because no. at no point, I think, were we out, was our list like... Like, at least when we blew the list up, we blew yeah, the list yeah, up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They haven't even blown the list yeah, exactly, up Yeah, exactly, exactly. So they're still, like, a year yep. behind where we were in, like, 2016. No doubt. Absolutely no doubt. Uh, but this so, isn't yeah. the West Coast podcast. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, but, again, it's it's one of those wins where – this is this – is, I find it such an interesting – an interesting take within our fan base at the moment because everybody had been calling for a performance like this. Yep. Everyone had been yearning for a performance like this. It comes and every a lot of people are, oh. Yeah, oh, oh doesn't flat, count. Like, doesn't yeah, count. But, but it does. But it does. It does count. It's a massive, like percentage won't matter this season because no. we've got the draw, so forget about that. But I think, again, going back to what I said at the start, yep. it's the mental hurdle of, Overcoming Putting an opposition with a ruthless attitude as well, and, not, and that's what they did. Not to mention, Port Adelaide beat West Coast by forty points last week in yes. Adelaide. Yes. Uh, the week before that, Geelong beat them by forty-seven points. Yep. Also in Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Um, week before that, Melbourne beat them by sixty-three points in Perth. Yes. So no one has put this heavier hurting on them, and that's a yep. good sign. I think. I yep. think it shows not necessarily like who can punch West Coast in the face hardest, but. You know, it shows that we are capable of kicking 23 goals in a game. Yep. And also shows that we're capable of putting a team to the sword when we are the better team. Yep. Which is, as you've said, not something Carlton has done since maybe 2011. Mm, 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 like, mm. It's just not been in our no, DNA. It's, 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 it's been a while since it's happened. So, again, I think this is the mental hurdle that they needed to overcome. They've done it. And we'll, we'll find out. We will find out this weekend uh, and, and over the next couple of weeks yep. as well. So, again, not to look too far ahead, but love the fact that they also managed Saad out of the game too. He got Perfect. up to 25 touches. They put him on ice at three-quarter time. They said, it's all it's all done and dusted for you, mate. You can you can rest up and worry about next week. So Matt Kennedy. Obviously, he was the one who was subbed in for Saad. Yep. Yep. Does he get back in the 22? Uh, 50-50. Because... 50-50. People would say, oh, you just swap him for Ed Kerno. But again, Ed Kerno did not attend a centre mm. bounce last week. Mm. He was played half forward and he was played as the third wing. Mm. Kennedy obviously can't play that role. My question would be whether you replace Kerno with a Cottrell or whether you rest Hollands for a Cottrell yeah. or something like that. But we'll get to team selection. We will. We will. There's there's options, which is great. So, look, that, that's the win against West Coast. Look, I mean, we don't have to harp on too much about it. The midfield looks like it's got back into form. Uh, they Mitch McGovern only had eight disposals. Because the ball wasn't down there, that's why. That, yeah, fair point. <laughs> fair point. 
<laughs> Weedering still had 17, though. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, look, it, it's... I, I, a little bit concerned about Youngy. Yeah. He let Oscar Allen off the hook a little bit uh, on the I think weekend. He, I think he dropped his guard late. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I, I just think the last couple of weeks he's been a bit... Yeah, he'd want to lift his game for this week. Yep. Uh, but Sam no. Burden doing his hammy doesn't help. Yeah, no, well, that's... No it. selection pressure. Oh, God. Can we not get onto that? Oh, my God. Eddie Reid, do your hamstring. That's, that, that's the one that does me up the wall. Yeah, recurring soft tissue is yeah, brilliant. when you're paying high-performance guy. Again, it's not the initial injury. It's injury, rehab, and then the same thing popping up again, which frustrates the <laughs> excrement out of me. But anyway, let's wriggle along. Uh, yeah, midfield on top uh, on the weekend. Uh, now, the one person I want to give a shout-out to, well, two players. One, Sam Walsh, who has just returned... Did he, incredibly. It's, it's like he didn't miss a game. It returned incredibly. He's averaging over 30 disposals a game. He had 10 tackles on the weekend, which is not really an element of his game. Yep. Uh, and he was doing a lot of selfless stuff, which he always does. So uh, big up to him. He's returned uh, in fine fettle. Uh, and the one fella I'm really pleased to see, and, and you know how much I love him, having watched him in the VFL last season and, and been a big, big rap for him last season, uh, is Alex Cincotta. Yes. Very, very pleased with him. That passage of play in the first quarter yep. where he was out on the open, uh, the outer side wing, and he paddled the ball out in front of himself. He had, I don't know who he had on his ginger. He had West Coast defender right up his ginger, picked up, and on his left foot, yep. lace out to Kern. Well, not really lace out, but put it into the advantage of Charlie Kerno. And that you've got to have players that can use the ball on both sides yep. in that position. So... I love what he's brought. There's no way known he's coming out of this team. He has been, I yep. think he's been great for us. Uh, he can hold his head up high. He's, his two games in the in the, in the the Navy Blue have and been And you know fantastic. what that is? That's great talent identification. Oh, absolutely. That's, we've had yep. this guy in our system yep. for a year. Oh, yeah, he's probably good enough to be on our list. I think Nick Austin deserves some credit for that. Has Nick Austin missed? Has Nick Austin missed? That's a really good question. I, I'd have to have the list in front of me. But... The fact that you can't think of one tells you no. Modlop, No. Who else did he take in that draft? We had like two picks in that in that first draft with him. Was it? Oh no, Carroll. Carroll, yeah. not a miss. Nah, not for, yet. We'll, he's we'll he's for a late flyer pick on a midfielder. Yes. Not a miss. Yes. Bins looks like he's going to be a footballer. Oh yeah. I'm really excited about him. Harry Lemmy. Mm, I like Harry keep Lemmy. An eye out for him. I really like Harry Lemmy. Hasn't he shown a bit in the VFL? He's not one of these blokes. And how many times you see these key forwards come in and, and ruck types come yeah. in and they just do not do anything at he VFL? He is a footballer. Yeah. Really like him. And, uh, and then obviously we know Hollands and Hollands. Um, Hollands and and Cowan. We know they look like footballers. Picked up Hayes last season as well. Yeah. Uh, but obviously that was that was one of those mid-season drafts. So that's, that's a good... Good question to a uh, good question. That is to a have. good question without we'll notice. To, we'll, like. delve, delve di- we'll delve deeper into it. Uh, yep. Shout out to Nick Austin. He's a good man. Uh, always gives a time of day as well, uh, does Nick Austin. So it's, uh, that's good to see. It's a welcome change from uh, the current <laughs> football club, which is great. All right, let's move along. Uh, so big win to the Blues, 108 points. Uh, let's get on. Speaking of which, let's get on to the VFL. Now, big talking point. Yes. Now, I think last time we were on this podcast, you and I, it might have been the previous one, uh, we went over... Tom DeConing. Yep. I said he should be omitted. He, and he has been. Yes. Man- Roth, uh, managed. Uh, managed. Yes. Managed. Yes, exactly. A, a yeah. Positive connotations, yeah. uh, Nick, is, is what we go for in here. Uh, but I was, well, I was at Port Melbourne uh, on Saturday and was, apparently he had a concussion test or something like that. But regardless, he crossed the white line, you fit. Uh, he was terribly disappointing on yeah. the weekend. He missed, he did miss with a concussion and is apparently unavailable yeah. this week. Um. 
Yeah, I think even before any of that, he was not looking great. But I will say again, maybe the jury's out. I did, I did rip him on, <laughs> on another podcast I do, and rightfully so. I think even even before any of that came to fruition, I thought his form had been super form. Yeah, his his form had been super poor. If he was just a twenty three year old ruck forward who was taken with a second round pick on our list, who was let's say he's under contract for another two years, mm-hmm. would he have this pressure on him? Uh, or would he just be like, oh yeah, he's a young guy. He's going to be in and yeah, out of the team. He's yeah. going to be performing up and down. I, I, you know, do you know where I think all the hot steam has come from? It's come from the media. Oh, I think that's a big part of it. Everything, everything's come from the media. Kane said last year he was a million dollar player. Well, he's not. No, he's not. We know he's not. Yeah. Um, then it came after that where it's like, oh, he's out of contract. All these teams are interested in him. I think McClure reported that Sydney offered him like, are offering him like. 800k over five or something like that. Mm-hmm. All the talk about St Kilda are interested in him, Geelong interested in him. That's all. That has all come from the media, and that has put pressure on him. Mm. But he has to deal with that because that's not something that's new. That is going to happen over and over again. It happened to Luke Jackson last year, and he didn't he didn't handle it very well mm. either, and had probably his poorest season. Yep. And now De Koning is in a similar boat. Sink or swim. Sink or swim. But that's the thing. He, he if he was just. If he was an unnamed backup ruckman on your list who was 23 and developing nicely, mm. you would probably go, yeah, he's probably about where he should be. Well, look what Tim English has done. Yeah. The doggies. He's just gone to that next level. They force-fed games into Tim English when he was nowhere near ready. Mm. And they pun- they probably almost didn't win a flag because of it. Mm. And now he's ready and now he's one of the best players in the comp. But they had to force games into him to do it. Uh, it's an interesting one. That's the question. I, I, I thought Tom DeConing after last season... I just thought towards the back end, he just blew up a bit and yep. thought, okay, you know, you, you probably couldn't handle that ruck load for, for the entirety of a season just yet. Now you get a full preseason under your belt, you're ready to rock and roll. And he just, he's not, he just doesn't hit his straps at all. Because he's not, I don't think he's a ruckman. I don't think he's a forward. <laughs> no. Uh, look, I think this discussion around throwing him down back is actually, I think it's a feasible option. Do we Liam Jones him? I reckon they might have to. I reckon they might have to. I still think he's a ruckman. I just don't think he's ready yet. Mm. Ruckman need. And need that development in their bodies. This is what I'm going to say. It's not a rebuttal against you, but Carlton's not in the position to, he's not, we're not in that position with blokes like that to say he's not ready yet. Okay. We need to, we're we're in the position now. If you ain't, if you're not good now, in that age bracket, see you later. Yeah. We we can't, we can't. He should be in the VFL. We cannot be holding on to 23, 24 year old blokes in the hope that we think they are going to be good. He's been in the system for six, seven years. He should already be blossoming and he's not at the moment. So uh, look, Again, he's, he's in a Carlton Guernsey. I'll back him to the hills as long as he's wearing it. For, from now until the end of the season, however long it is, I'll, I'll back him to the hills every single day. Not going to absolve him from criticism or anything like that and holding him to account because he was poor on the weekend. He's been poor for the last month, really, Yeah, and I, deser- I, deserves to be in the I BFL. asked you a question the last time we did this podcast, whether you would rather have him or Andrew Phillips on your list right now. Oh, we said Phillips. And we both said Phillips. Absolutely. And Phillips has been yeah. in terrible form since that. <laughs> but still, no. Um, I would still rather have a veteran Ruckman on, on our list who can be there in case Pittenet goes down. Yeah, who I agree with that. so clearly right. the best Ruckman on our list. Right. He is the best hit-out-to-advantage yep. Ruckman yep. in the competition. Yep. And people people haven't – I don't get that. People were like, oh, he doesn't do anything around the ground. Oh, he was really poor when he came back last year. Yeah, because he had one leg. Exactly. At the start of last year, he was as influential to Carlton's yep. start of the season as any player yep. on our list. Yep. And now he looks healthy, and now mm. he's winning those hit-outs-to-advantage again. And it matters. I think I think the whole ruck debate has been blown out of the window because we've seen Max Gorn come to the competition, 
Brodie Grundy come in, and yep. they, they're just gun players that play in that particular role. And everyone sees them as the North Star. It's like, oh, you've got to reach that pinnacle to win flags, and that's what you have to be as a ruckman. Look, I don't think you have to be a star in the ruck no. to, to win a flag. You don't have to have a star in the ruck. A guy who can do the job. We don't have enough six out of ten players on the list, or yet, that we've seen. We don't have enough of those. Yep. He could be one of those blokes. Look, I, I love him. I love what he brings. He's physical. He sets the tone in the middle of the guts. I, I, I think he's yeah, he's clearly our number one ruck. Is he limited? Yeah, he's limited. But he gets the job done. Exactly. And and that's that's all I'm concerned about. Look, he's not the greatest mark. He's not the best kick. But what he does yep. is he knows his limitations and he just keeps it simple. So And we very clearly are a better team with one ruck. I agree. Agree. Absolutely agree. Not how it looked last year, but that mm. was because the one ruckman was Tom mm. DeConning and not Mark mm. I think mm. we would have found that same issue last yes. year had yes. they were both been healthy. Yep, yep, yep. But yep. they weren't, obviously. Yep. No. That's a good it's a good it's a great discussion to have. And again, it's not it's it's not a knock on Tom no. DeConing. Like it, it is to a certain point, but it's not it's we think you can be better. Go down to the reserves and see what you can do. Develop your craft. If you have to if you have to go to the seconds, who cares? Yeah, go down there, learn your craft, get better at it, get get some touch, get some form, and then push yourself back into the team. And if you don't, well, so be it. That's the way it is. Carlton's got to get better at stuff like that. So yep. I think we are improving in that space. Uh, the VFL boys did have a bit of a disappointing loss. Have you got anything else on TDK just before we move along? No, I think we've said everything okay. that can be said there. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, yeah, the VFL boys had a bit of a disappointing loss. Look, uh, I only watched the first half, so I'll leave the floor <laughs> with you. <laughs> they, they whittled away uh, in the last quarter. They finished with a wet sail, but just couldn't make the most of their opportunities. And that's what happens when you leave yep. it. You know, find margins for error. Uh, that's exactly what happens. Uh, they went down by three. Was it three points or four points? I think off the top any danger. Of we, you know, all these teams. Five get, points. They went. All down these teams by. get like the the top top draft prospect in the in their squad. <laughs> the year before, Dacos has like forty in the one VFL game he plays for Collingwood. <laughs> Harley Reid suits up for Carlton and is. Does does nothing. Yeah, I know. I know. I will say, I love what Jackson Bins did again. I love again. this kid. Yeah. If, I I know they're probably taking his, their time with him. So they should. But he might be in our best wing two players already. I get a feeling he will come into the side very soon. I feel like he... Don't know when. If you put soon. him in the role that Ed Kerno played on the weekend, he would do it better than the way Ed Kerno yeah, did maybe. it on the weekend. Maybe, maybe. Does he have that capacity at AFL level yet? Probably not. That's no. probably what they look at. That's just been a big buzzword at Carlton. It's probably capacity. a scary five weeks to go, let's throw another yes, debutante in I agree there. with that. So I, I wouldn't be surprised yep. if, if we see a lot of Ed. I agree with that. Um, You've you got to time your run. Yeah. you got to time your run. Uh, love the return of Matty Cottrell. Uh he has a fitness base where he could potentially come back in. I don't think he will because if you look at strength and conditioning, the amount of time he's missed, he'll probably have another run. I know we have a buy this weekend in the VFL. Do we have a buy? No, we don't no, have we a buy. Brisbane. Sorry, we play Brisbane the day after, yep. uh, Saturday morning. So he could get another run. I think he will. That's usually what they do when they miss a yep. couple of months, two games, then back into the team. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they do bring him back in. Uh, Jordan Boyd, another solid game. Really like what he's done I since coming I still strongly back. believe Jordan Boyd is in our best 22 players. If he does come into the team, it would be for Chincotta. And I don't want to ch- take Chincotta I out. I feel like you can play the four of them if you, you? Yeah. Com- if you commit to Saad or Doherty being a bit further up the ground. Okay. Well, Doherty would be the one. Doherty would be the one. Midfield I, rotation. Yeah. And I think you would probably move Kerno out. Move yep. Boyd in, yep. and then okay. move Doherty yep. mid forward. I like, I actually, I really like that idea because there's an extra ball user, yep. there's an extra um, mm, mm, player who mm. can take the game on. Yep. And Doherty would probably be better at that Kerner role than, I, it, than I, Ed. Yeah, is. I think I think Cottrell as well across high half forward yes. and that wing could be a, a a viable option. Look, as for the rest, Harry Lemmy had some opportunities he should have nailed in front of goal, but he'll just continue to build. I like what he offered. Dom McQuay, 
Matt, what you see is what you get. He's not going to be a high-disposal player. Uh, he just continues to develop. One-on-one defending he's actually really good at, uh, and aerially he's pretty strong. But, I, yeah, he's not. I don't think he's going to play at any stage this year. And I, 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 yeah, I, don't I think know Lockie O'Brien kicked two and had 22. I don't want to see him at uh, AFL level. Nah, he won't, he, won't, he, won't, uh, he won't be coming into the team bar, barring any injury. Uh, Dowie was a little bit down, I think, probably after what happened earlier in the week with selection, I yep. would have thought. And then what Ash Hansen said, he probably just felt a bit bit down in the dumps. I think it was one of those type of performances, really. Yeah. I, I Look, do I feel for him a tiny bit because he's busted the door down? Yep. But it's it, Ash Hansen made it clear, team balance, he just he doesn't fit in. It's as simple as that. And yeah. every every time someone on Twitter says, Paddy Dow should be in Carlton's, <laughs> Carlton's side for this week, you're just, you're, sorry, you're just saying you don't really get it. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't have, you have, we have our set on ball structure. Yep. On the weekend, they tinkered it. They put Ed Kerno out, and they threw Doherty and Fisher in there to take yep. those fourteen centre yep. bounces. Yep. What, what What would you like to do? Would you like to take Kennedy completely out of the twenty out of the twenty three? You can't. Kerno completely out of the twenty three. Mm. Maybe move Chera to half back, and that's how you get Dow in. Mm. Does that work? Mm. That doesn't work. No, it doesn't. Unless Kennedy gets injured, Ed Kerno gets injured, and so let's say Adam Chera gets injured, Paddy Dow will not play at, at AFL yeah. level this year. No, exactly. Right. That's not anyone's fault. Nope. He is a depth player who is stuck below in the pecking order. Yep. It's great to have because if someone does get injured, correct, you can do it. Correct. But it sucks for him personally, and mm. it's probably why he won't be at Carlton next year. It's the So there are players that don't predominantly play on ball in that team at the moment that if someone was to go down, they would actually slot into that role better than what Dow does. So I'm Agreed. talking of Doherty. I'm talking about Fisher. Yep. I'm talking about a guy like Kennedy who can flip into that role. So... Uh, again, it is a shame, but that that's how... It, and all he can do is continue to play the way he is. Yeah. And that sets a standard for him, and it sets a standard for the club as well. So, uh, positive in that regard. Uh, I think that's it for the VFL he can, chat. He can win the, the JJ Liston trophy. Well, he probably will. He pro- <laughs> he'll, he'll probably piss that in, to be honest. Look. For lack of a better phrase. Paddy Dow will be playing for another club next year. I think we all know yes, that. Yes, yes. Uh, I think he knows that. And too. we need to replace that midfield depth. Yep. But that's a question yep. for, for no, a Exactly time. right. So the VFL boys, they'll play uh, Brisbane at Oakham Park on The Saturday undefeated morning. Brisbane Lions. That's, that's, that's a big test. That is indeed. Uh, okay. On to, round, uh, on to round eight. It is Carlton versus Brisbane, uh, 10 to 8. Uh, Friday night football under the roof of Marvel Stadium. Huge game. Uh, let us go just with the ins and outs if you've got any. Motlop will come back from suspension. Yep. Does he just replace Honey? I think it's as simple as that. Yep. Unless they want to rest... Hollands mm-hmm. and say, you know, you've had a great run, mm-hmm. six day break, big game. Let's we'll we'll put we'll put Cottrell in that spot. Yep. If he's ready, or we'll put um Boyd back in the team and we'll shuffle the magnets a bit. Yep. I yep. think that's the only change I would make is Modlop for Honey. I th- Other way think that is probably the only change that will occur as well. The only other two or three that they could consider uh is potentially uh, uh bins. Yes. Maybe. Would love um, yes, yeah, so, or, or as you mentioned, Cottrell as well. So yeah. th- those are the only other ones that I think that they would uh, they would consider. Kennedy stays as the sub and then just swap Honey. Yeah, and blah, blah. correct, that, correct. That's, that's yeah. the only change. Yeah, I would exactly make. right. Exactly right. Okay, uh, so round eight preview, Pont. Uh, we have we have started it with the ins and outs. Yes, uh, big game against the Lions, who defeated Frio up at the Gabba uh, last week. Pretty comfortably. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, for me, I thought Frio stuck around a bit too easily in that game. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I I know Brisbane had them at arm's length for pretty much the entirety of the game, but I don't know. They they, they 
didn't really look amazing. I don't think they had to be. Yeah. Uh, Danaher kicked three, McCarthy three, Hipwood two, Ashcroft two, Bailey two, mm. Cameron two. That's and Gunston kicked one. Yeah. Their firepower and Rayner kicked one. Their firepower is nuts. Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous, ridiculous. But you've got to stop the source. Got to yes. stop it getting in there, and that's that's Big where time. our midfield steps up and has to step up. Uh, Newman goes to Cameron, or does Sard go to Cameron? I think they rotate. To be honest, yeah, I think they I think they rotate. I think when Brisbane are defending and they can get us on transition, I think that's when Sard goes to him, so yep. we can speed back with him. I think when they're playing in their front half and they can't get that fast ball movement going, I think that's when Newman goes yep. to lock him down. So I think they'll swap between the two as well. I mean, that, that's usually what happens. I mean, you, you get assigned a player, but then it swaps during the game. Of course. So, uh, uh, th- those those two are getting, but yeah, I think Sard will have him on transition. Um, the two massive outs for Brisbane, Rich and Zorka, that's enormous. Yeah, well, they haven't had an injury in three years. So not, not, that, I mean, it's, that, it's that's all, all right. their ball movement. Yeah. You see what happened when they when they had no Daniel Rich against uh, the Doggies. Yeah, and people don't really recognize how good Dan Zorko is. His ball movement really? is insane. Yep. He's one of the best kicks in the comp, and he just carves teams up. So that's a big loss for them. Agree. Uh, they are two massive outs, and those two outs have seen Carlton, uh, well, not clear favourite, but slight favourite uh, in this game as well. And I think just based on Brisbane's form away from home this season, plus us getting into gear, plus... Rich and Zorko coming out of the Brisbane team. It's hard to s- so Brisbane hard to see us losing. To be honest, Brisbane since round five they travelled obviously to rural South Australia to yeah. play in the Adelaide. Well, Hills. they've lost at Marvel as well. They then the they then flew from Adelaide Oval well, back home and then flew to Monica Oval. Mm. So that's a lot of travel. That's a lot of mm. time on a on a plane and a lot of time on a bus. Mm. Uh, then obviously played at the Gabba last weekend. Yes. And now we'll fly to Marvel off a, off a six-day break. Yes. So if you wanted to say anything, you could say we're getting them at a good time. Yep. In terms of travel. Yes. But we did obviously just play in Perth off a six-day break. That's so correct. It's about the same, I think. Yep. Uh, I think uh, I look at it. So what's their away record this year? They got flogged by Port. Yep. Adelaide Oval. They got done over by uh, the Doggies at Marvel. Yep. Uh, and then they've beaten good teams at the Gabba. Okay. Right, and then away beat, from home, they beat beaten, GWS at Monica Oval. Yeah, which is doesn't really count. Whatever, <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've all done that. Whatever. <laughs> so the record suggests that if you're a team around Carlton Bulldogs level, you can beat them at Marvel Stadium. I, I don't know. I went on a limb in the Adelaide game, but we we're missing Saad Doherty and McGovern. Yeah, in that game, we well, did Sard play. No, Sard played that game. Sard Sorry, Sard played, but McGovern and Doherty out was just massive in that game, and we just didn't give a yelp. Uh, Say it. Yeah, I think we win. To be honest, I'd be, I'd be <laughs> surprised. I'd be surprised if we lose this game. To be honest. <laughs> no, I seriously would. Just with Rich and Zorko out, um, and I, I don't. I know Jackson Payne and Harris Andrews are, are not a bad defensive combination, but they're not but, a good defensive combination. No, I, th- I think I think Charlie and. This is a night for Harry. Yep. This is Harry's night. Well, my guess is they'll put pain on Harry. Good luck. And Andrews will try not to play on Charlie and try to zone <laughs> off and pick it off. Good luck. But I don't know because they're, they're not playing Dara Joyce anymore. Not that. Not no, that he got dropped last week. Yeah. He got omitted last so week. Who was playing as their other key defender last week? Was um, it Answorth? Uh, might he, have been. Yeah, I think he did play last week. I don't think you can play Answorth on Charlie. I don't think you'll play anyone on Charlie, to be honest. No, and that's that's a fair point. But we need other avenues to go. We need midfielders to kick goals. Jack bobbing up a three was nice. We need all. the smalls to yeah. pop up, for Christ's sake. 
Stasovic probably goes to Modlob, which is a matchup in their favour. He's good defender, Stasovic. He's a very good defender. He's a good defender. I, um, I like what he gives the lines. We need our midfield to dominate, and we need our midfield to kick goals. We need... Maybe they just show the highlight of Patrick Cripps uh, firing us up in the last time we played them, and with that with that bump that <laughs> that was not suspended apparently, which is the most ridiculous thing of last year. But it did funny. win him a Brownlow medal. It did win him a Brownlow medal. Uh, yeah, I'm Carlton by I had us by 15 points earlier in the week, but now with with Rich and Zorko confirmed out, uh, I've got us by. <laughs> Five plus goals. <laughs> I don't know. It just has that feeling. I, I just, I just think everything aligns for us perfectly this weekend. Uh, I'll continue the tradition of tipping the other team. You can't. You, right. be, okay, okay, Brisbane okay, by okay, ten points. Okay, all right. Tip Brisbane. Tip Brisbane. Uh, <laughs> I've been right every time, even with Rich and Zorko Except, out. Yeah, I just think the last time we played them, they were so clearly better than us. And I don't know what it was exactly. It might have been just the ball movement. It might have been the, the Gabba thing. They kicked our butt. Different late time last of year, year though. Late, I know. Late but, in the season, at the Gabba. It's just, it's hard to get out of my head that, that how bad we played in that game. It'll be out of your head on Friday night, mate. I, I would hope so. I would hope so. Overnights on Friday is going to be good fun. I'll have <laughs> I've got a couple of Brisbane supporters that call up, uh, actually. We are now uh, with the exchange $1.90 favourite. There you go. So that'd be about a dollar eighty with the bookies. Yep. Uh, so, all right, that's a wrap. Uh, good doing it with you again, Pont. So you've got Brisbane by 10. I've got Carlton by five plus goals. I reckon this is, as you said, this is a Harry game. Yes. It, it shapes up for him. All the media attention's on him. Oh, he's not playing well. He's not kicking goals. I thought he played a really selfless role on the weekend. He was so yeah. selfless on the yeah. weekend. Yeah. He got out of the way. Yep. He put blocks on. Love when he plays that way. Yeah. And and if you continue to play that way, the goals will come. Absolutely. The goals will come. And I will say, just before we wrap up, don't go for the drop punt because people are pressuring you to. I understand it. I get it. I know. And, and I'm a traditionalist. So I love the drop punt. Whatever works. If you want to go for the snap and that's what your go-to is, Go for it. Don't get don't get it in your head. Keep it out your head. I'm snapping, I'm snapping, I'm snapping, I'm snapping. That's it. Yep. As long as he knows what he's doing before he gets to the game, I'm happy with it. I'm happy with it. All right. Uh, that's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, send us in questions. Yes. As well. Uh, we'll try to venture to answer them. I'll, I'll put up some tweets as well before we actually record we next time. We should probably time. do that next time. I think that's a yep. good idea. So, Pont, uh, always a pleasure. Never a chore, sir. Uh, good to see you, Bolly. Let's do it next week. We'll be back next week. We'll I'll definitely, I'll definitely make sure I get up. <laughs> uh, that's a wrap, guys. Uh, follow us, socials. Uh, Subscribe to SCN. the Overnight Crowd feed so you know that it'll come. It's yes. basically the only thing that gets podcasted on that channel. That, that's exactly right. So. Uh, so, yeah, like, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, wherever you can find us on your socials, and follow SEN as well. Uh, that's a wrap. Go, Go Blues. Blues.